Hello and welcome to A Star to Steer Her by 10 Forward number 18. What? And this is what we did announce. Yes, for once. This 10 Forward is old enough to go to war. Hey! That's good. Not old enough to get shit faced before it does. Can't buy cigarettes anymore either. It's been moved up to age 21. Yeah. Is we it really? Just cancel fucking cigarettes, man. I mean, that's true. But... I mean, we should, but there's a lot of uh, senators and Congress people who are making lots of money mm. off that big, big tobacco. And my also, thing is, like, you know, you can, great. if like, you can enlist to die for your country at 18, you should be able to get a drink. And die at that 18. way. Like, yeah, a drink say? and a smoke. Any number of ways. And rent a car, damn it. Yeah. If I can't rent a car, I don't want to die for my country. What's that? You're defending cigarettes? No, I mean, I think, I mean, they're objectively awful, but, um... At the same they're time, they're kind of great. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. Anyway, I'm Chris, and joining me today are... Ames. Caitlin. And the brain bug, Jake. <laughs> hey, kind of, brain yeah, you're bug. the brain bug. Yes, and I forget if I said this, I might have gotten talked over by cigarette chat, but today we are discussing 1997's Starship Troopers. Hell More like Starship yeah. Poopers, am I right? But yeah. first, <laughs> but the tale of Roger Wilton Young. No. Yes, it'll make sense. God damn it. Why did we let Chris do this? We always do. Via Wikipedia, Roger Young was a United States Army infantryman from Ohio during World War II. Born in the small town of Tiffin, Ohio in 1918, Young suffered a sports injury in high school that led to his becoming nearly deaf and blind. Despite this, Young was able to pass the exams necessary to enter the Ohio National Guard. Soon after the U.S. entered World War II, Young's company was activated as part of the U.S. Army. Soon after his activation in 1943, Young was killed on the island of New Georgia while helping his platoon withdraw from a Japanese ambush. For his actions, he was posthumously awarded the United States' highest military decoration, the Medal of Honor. Would you like to know more? No. No. I don't know why we learned that. Because that was the uh, military chap who Denise Richards' starship was named after. Denise Richards cool. being Captain Carmen. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, no, because she wasn't captain of that ship. No, that's true. That ship was blown up. So she I, was the pilot of the uh, Roger Young. I just want to clarify that we don't want to explain the film, but we do want to listen to that. Well, see, that ties into so many of the thematic elements of the film, I feel. I mean... Oh, God. We did not... Oh, God damn. Fine. Can we have the summary of the fucking film? Yes. It's an unspecified point in the future. Do they give it the year? If they do, I missed it. I Hund- many hundreds know. of years. Yeah, it's the future. Uh, and Earth is basically run by a military dictatorship. And the only way to be a proper citizen is to do federal service, which means join the military. We're at war with the bugs for kind of vague reasons that get less vague. Even though it sounds like we're already at war before then. It's weird, but intentionally, I think. And we follow a group of people, you know, high school friends, as they 
they join up in their disparate stories. There's an infantryman who we follow for most of the film, Johnny Rico. There is a uh, officer slash pilot candidate, Carmen... Cabanas. Thank you. And... Uh, Doogie Intelli- Hauser. Yes, intelligence officer Doogie Hauser. He's great. He's my favorite. Yeah, no, he's pretty good. You know, so it's 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 all the war movie cliches. You know, we follow Rico through his Full Metal Jacket esque training. Guy dies under his watch. Uh, their home, you know, the home city of Buenos Aires is is crushed by an asteroid. Rico gets more and more radicalized over time. The war with the Bugs is revealed to be more and more shady. Lots of people die. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what's happening in the in the DS Nine right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And but eventually, uh, eventually, Doogie Hauser goes full Spock and the Horta with a brain bug, but learns the wrong lesson from it. The glorious yeah. end. Yeah, and I think that you know. So to, just to put this out there, I love this movie. Oh, it's this fucking is, amazing. This is this Isn't is it like fun? this is this is top ten for sure. Top ten, uh, what? Top ten, top ten, what? Movies, just really? top ten movies. Where, yeah. where compared to Gladiator? It's between. It is either. It is between one and nine levels below Gladiator. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, this, um, this is my first time seeing this. Mine too. Neat. And uh, it is definitely above Total Recall. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, those, I was going to ask if we wanted to rank the. The Verhoeven films, as this is another, yeah. another Paul Verhoeven. I think, I see, I need time to, before I can decide firmly. Like, it's definitely better than Total Recall. I think Robocop's probably still better than this, though. But they're close. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think, I think of, the, of the three Verhoevens we've watched, this is, this is definitely in the middle. But the thing is, I mean, Robocop, Robocop is a near-perfect movie. Yeah, That is true. Um, and it's I would funny. say that this this is also close to being perfect. Yeah, it's funny because I, I have a lot of nostalgia tied into this movie because I saw it when it, it first came out in theaters. Mm. And, you know, so this would have been late 1997. So I would have, have just turned 13. Mm. And I saw it, saw it with my father and my brother who would have been, what, 12 at the time. And it's a movie Your that- Your father I, was 12? Holy shit. My brother, did I say mother? No, you said my my brother, my father, and my brother who would have been twelve, and in my head I was like, oh, oh. they're both twelve. Yeah, you're an asshole. Um, hey. Yeah, so it's a it's a movie that I remember seeing as a kid, so I have all this nostalgia kind of tied up with it. Jesus. Uh, but also, it's a movie where there's a couple of boob scenes in the movie. And oh my some, god, so many boobs. some night some very chompable bums, and mm-hmm. I have a distinct memory of that being the a movie where when those came up on the screen, my father did the patented cover your child's eyes with your hand. <laughs> yeah, but, did he, but here's could, the thing though, like he did, like that's one of the things I love of this movie is that like. Yeah, there's there's titties and and butts and and like that's the thing that that people are pearl clutching about. Mm. But then there's like just like completely disemboweled, torn open bodies everywhere yeah. and brutal violence. And it's just like it's a fair bit, yeah, it's yeah. Like, you know. But, that's but yeah, he fine. he really loved clearly how much prosthetics had advanced because these were some really just. Truly horrible fake cadavers he oh, yeah. had. <laughs> oh, I thought they, you were going to say something about the titties. I was like, I think they're real. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, and you know, I, I appreciated that they weren't like 
porn level titties. They were mm. natural titties. titties. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like the scenes where like the, there's only like two scenes where we see titties, right? There's one that is kind of overtly sexual because sex is going to happen. But the shower scene where everyone's just naked together, like it's really not sexual. Like yeah. considering, especially considering now that we know a lot about like military and sexual assault in military, you wouldn't actually expect this to be able to happen without something awful and untoward happening. But like in the moment, it's just kind of matter of fact. It doesn't even feel like it, for that reason, it almost doesn't even feel like inappropriate or whatever. Well, for all of the weird, you know, horrible things about this world. It seems that, like gender equality has come a fair yeah. Yeah, away from where it is. Definitely, you know, like the the quarterback on the football team is a girl. You yep. know, I know. I was no like, holy shit! <laughs> Mixed sex uh, football, Parisi yeah. squares, football. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like ultra violent football with yes. flips. The flips yes. are great. <laughs> like, yes. it's like XFL. Yeah, it's actually funny. XFL. Gymnastics football. Yeah, I was gonna say it's funny because it's like ultra violent, but then it's also got this beautiful artistic quality of like a gymnast back flipping over the the other team. Well, I also Great. imagine because you know we don't the things we learn about this world, the world building in pretty much any Verhoeven movie is very ingrained in not like really explicit. So you just kind of like yeah. see things. So I start seeing yep. like you know in this world, I'm I'm sure it's just natural that everybody is just fit and has all these natural abilities some of them have esp and have to get the silver contact lenses but yeah there's there's almost certainly at least some amount of eugenics happening oh maybe well that was the one like that's the other thing so the the first act of the movie where where there are heroes are all high school students takes place in buenos aires which is and it's like they're all speaking english they all look like you know straight out of central casting there's no indication that this is a latin american country yeah, like I was caught off guard when you get to the dance scene and you can see Buenos Aires huh. High School or whatever on the wall. Yeah, because it's like, you know, you, you would assume that, I mean, based on what we're seeing in this movie, the idea, I think, is just that either humanity has just completely homogenized. No, the which, whites took over. That's what happened. But but honestly, that's really what it is. And and I think even when you see later in the film, when we see the um, the military outfits that the special forces people wear which are straight out of a, a nazi movie yeah it's like hmm. yeah they they start like not even that subtle with the federation flag yep which already has yeah. nazi overtones in like Eagle. the first scene in that opening commercial when yeah. we first start the movie with the you know would you like to learn more yeah like the, the flag News itself network is like you know, you're like, okay, that's a little, you know. And then the, like, officer's uniforms you see on the pilots, you're like, okay, we're we're ramping up the... And then, yeah, at the end when Full fucking Gestapo for, Lieutenant, uh, yeah, Lieutenant Doogie Hauser shows up, yeah. it's like, okay, yep, Ooh, nope. The, in that trench coat? He looks it, great in that trench coat. He does. Which, well, it's interesting, right? Because a lot of, like, Nazis and Nazi sympathizers did flee to South America. So I, you can almost yeah, wonder was, if that's part is. of what they're well, getting I at. Say. I mean, it could also just be... Totally unrelated, but I mean, I, well, I don't think know because the setting it's also, is from the book. Yeah, oh, and it's I didn't also know there implied was a book. strongly that it's a wealth, a very wealthy community that they're living yeah. in. Yeah, well, all that know, Nazi gold. That's all yeah. I could think of. Is like, are, like, is this an alternate history wherein the Nazis won the war, but still went to South America? No, because it's you know it's so nice there compared to Germany weather-wise. Yeah, you know, with global warming and everything, and you know, mm. the the. Northern Europe is going to become uninhabitable eventually, so. Yeah. So one thing I was a little, like, 
The impression I was wondering, I, I know I kind of got it this little in my disaster of a summary. Because no, there the is a name of the ship. <laughs> there's a little time skipping because we start with the report and oh, then yeah, jump and then to one back. year earlier. Yep. So when they talk about a second asteroid, that was, you know, the first one's the one that crushed Buenos Aires. Right. Yeah. But I was still under the impression that even before that, there had been awareness of intentions with the bugs, right? I'm not making that up. Yeah, because they talk about the bug. Well, they're dissecting a big ass bug yeah. at the beginning of the True. film. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah, must have right. already I'm had guessing, something so, going. So that's another thing too, right? So the introduction to the world, you know, all of the adults and teachers that we see are all maimed. Yeah. You know, they're all Yeah. You know, the the main the main, you know, teacher that uh we see at the beginning, you know, he's obviously missing an arm. Professor um, Ironside? Yeah, Professor Ironside. Oh, he's great. He's um, awesome in this movie. Yeah, I just he was great. you know, yeah, the the Verhoeven, you know, signature guy. You know, he's in yeah. all the movies. But of course, you know, we also have science teacher Rue Rue What's her fuck from Golden Girls. Yeah, yes. uh, Chris caught that before me. I was actually ashamed. He was the, like, "Holy um, shit, is that Blanche?" And I was like, "No." And I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah." Well, we brought that up on the podcast before. I mean, I think she's we got like shared her picture like around burns, oh, like oh, burns over much of her face. Yeah. Um, well, and she's blind, which I assume yeah, and she's, was also yeah, a, a side of it, yeah. wound. But well, we see that like some of the bugs shoot acid she, and yeah. shit, yep. so maybe she got a, a bug acid attack. Ugh. Maybe. I feel like if that had happened, though, she'd have no face at all left. I don't. I don't yeah. So Brutal. the impression that I'm getting of our background with the bugs, because we look at a map of the galaxy with a little "We are here." Here's us over here. Here's yep. Clendathu on the opposite fucking side where no one el- where nothing else is. And they're like, they're a huge threat. We have to get them. We just discovered that they're there and they're a threat. So we're going to destroy them. Yeah. And like one of the reporters is like, what about live and let live? And they all yell at him like, no, we have to kill the bugs. Fuck you, guy. Yeah. And I was like, you guys would never have got contacted these people if you hadn't gone out there. Yeah. It's yeah, your no, it, fault. It is heavily implied we started it. It's very imperialistic, of course, I feel. We, we, of course we started it. They don't even have spaceships. Mm. I mean, they're just literally there. Well, no, they do bugs. manage to get to other worlds. Yeah, they shoot their spores into space, I think yeah, they said. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Oh, okay. Gross. Okay. And, you know, they also mentioned there's this the scene where, you know, they talk about there's some Mormon settlement. Yes, the extremist. Oh, yeah, Mormon yeah. Gets wiped that was out. so funny. Well, they, had, they said, like, the Mormons did not have permission to go there. They were warned that there were bugs, but they did it anyway. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, that sounds like Mormons. I mean, that's, so, you know, in a lot of ways, <laughs> oh, it's sorry a, that, that kind of gives away the ghost of, of what this is. You know, it's, it's all about expansionism and manifest destiny. Yeah, you know, because you know that that one scene right there just shows that this is this story here is ripped from history, and that you know, in this case, the bugs are you know the Native American allegory, right? The people that are being displaced by human expansion. Mm. Yeah, and then when you they know. fight back, they're like, and, "We have to get them now because they're fighting making, back." You know, making it the Mormons is you know specifically like nail on the head uh, to drive that point home. I think interesting. I had not made that connection, but I I like where your head's at. But yeah, I don't know, man. This this movie's just so so great. And it's so funny because when it first came out, people didn't like it. They just didn't get the satirical nature of it. Which, like, not to be mean, but how stupid do you have to be to not get that this is a satire? Well, weren't we just talking? Was it 
was it us on this show recently where like I had said like I feel like Americans just don't get satire. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. And I I don't quite know it why. It might have been last week when we were discussing the fact that we were going to be talking about this. Oh, okay, so maybe that is what it is. Well, then sorry to repeat myself, but like <laughs> Americans really just don't kind of get satire. Well, I, I also because I remember I also saw this in the theater with my parents. Back and... when we could do that. Ooh. Should we explain to the audience what a theater is in case they don't know? That's right. No, and Chris I, you know, will tell us about that plane again. <laughs> we so, we went to it. They made have had kind of assume you know based on the the marketing for the movie, which was you know it's just it's a space movie, it's an adventure in space, and we thought it was going to be like you know Star Trek or Star Wars or something along those lines. Oh God, space! So balls. I think people that the R rating should have tipped you off. <laughs> well, you know, my my parent, we went to R rating movies all the time i remember we saw event horizon oh you know, my god it's like we got a badass over Wait, here how Ooh. old were you when you saw event horizon what's event horizon please uh, it's a it's a space horror movie gruesome yeah. fucking film it, it gets really? like traumatizingly graphic of like i people also mutilating saw themselves it's and, a spaceship huh. basically think, imagine a spaceship film. that goes to hell that's yeah. what it is mm-hmm. Well, it's also a 97 film, so you were the same yeah. age when you saw it. Well, yeah, it's it's all, you know, there was a period of time, like the, the oh, late 90s uh, was like a renaissance wait. for sci-fi. It's The Matrix and Sam Neill? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Lawrence yeah. Fishburne? Yeah. Is that who yeah. I mean when I say The, the Matrix? The Matrix. Uh, you know, The Matrix is in it. It's okay. a good, it's, Sorry, it's, I'm just it's, it's not like a fantastic movie, but it's worth watching if you're into that sort of thing. I am not. Wow, yeah, Sam if Neill's you're not, face got fucked not. up, huh? Yeah, I unfortunately saw it when I was also far too young. I mean, because, again, we just put it on because it was like, hey, it's a science fiction movie with The Matrix and Sam Neill and how, you know, what what, what possibly could... Oh, God! Yeah. What the fuck? Did he have his eyes stapled shut? What the fuck? All right, this is fucked. Sorry. I was like, well, let's take a look and see some stills for Event Hero. Uh, um, <laughs> they cut a lot, too. They cut the most graphic stuff from Event Horizon, and it's Jesus. still traumatizingly yeah graphic. no it's I mean, anyway my, my parents yeah i don't think they ever i don't think they did a lot of due diligence when it came to going to see movies and just assumed that you know he's he'll handle it i don't I think mean, anyone's parents did back then that's exactly it's like even Especially the ratings not Jake's, though you know my parents were like oh he's <laughs> you know he's 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 mature for his age and can understand you know where he's not going to be upset if there's titties or violence Oh, nobody's um, upset by titties. But at the same time, you know, they probably took me to a lot of movies. Well, I think I've told the story before when we watched RoboCop, how the one movie I wasn't allowed to watch as a kid was RoboCop. Why? Until, I don't know, when I was little, like little, like under 10. Oh, okay. Um, well, yeah, that's fair. Because I had seen like Terminator. Well, then that know, knocks T2 out my theory that because, it's about the dick you see, because you see Schwarzenegger's dick in Terminator. And like T2 was basically a kid's movie and marketed as such. It really was, which is fucked up. But How does like, that keep happening where, like, adult films get fucking sequels for children? But RoboCop, for, you know, for perhaps obvious reasons, was, like, the one that my mother was like, no, he can't watch RoboCop. And then she took, like, a night course or something, and my dad's like, all right, we're <laughs> Blockbuster. Yes. Typical Jake's dad. <laughs> Time to see RoboCop. But, like, the other thing, too. Like, Son, today you are a man. Now, I get the marketing issue because, like, definitely you... I've seen a lot of movies where it's like, all right, whatever asshole was chosen to do the trailer has not seen the film. I mean, one of my favorite examples is have you the original trailer for The Princess Bride. No indication it's a comedy. 
Oh, no. Whatsoever. Oh, no. That's a mistake. The trailer plays it dead straight fantasy romance. All the supporting characters are comedians. Yeah, I think they either don't show them or find the few scenes where they're not cracking wise. Oh, my. Like, I think maybe it includes have fun storm in the castle. But aside from that, you'd have no fucking clue. Hmm. But like you'd think people going in would have noticed who directed this and maybe just maybe put two and two together. Well, they but probably didn't know, get like, that people RoboCop. Really, Sorry. Go ahead, Jay. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that like unless you're a film aficionado, like I feel like the Internet has changed how people True. approach film. True. Yeah. I don't think like. I don't think I would have known unless I was like a, a film nerd, really, who Paul Verhoeven was. And, you know, and I don't even know if I would have thought, oh, it's the same guy as Robocop, you know? I, I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Unless uh, the ad like, said from the director of Robocop, right. weren't necessarily. Yeah. And, and let's not then, forget, Robocop was also, you know, marketed as just an, you know, yeah, run of the mill action film. People didn't yeah, get that yeah. one either for the satire. They're all True. like, yeah, this looks right. This is a cop movie that just happens to be <laughs> about robots. I actually got tricked into seeing Monkey Bone by a from the. It It was a terrible, terrible late nineties. Huh? Was it Brendan Fraser? Yeah, it was Brendan Fraser and a stop motion monkey. Oh no! But the thing is, they build it as from the director of The Nightmare Before Christmas. Little me didn't know that even though he had created The Nightmare Before Christmas, Tim Burton didn't direct it. Some other asshole did. And they totally Oops. played on that sort of confusion to trick people to seeing this horrible movie. My, my favorite is from the from the production company that yeah. brought you. <laughs> yeah. Movie yeah. that you liked. Movie that you won't. Yeah. <laughs> from Warner Brothers. The people who brought you a lot of things you liked, but also a lot of garbage. A movie. Who worked on it? We're not saying. Some yeah, there was some there was a period after the matrix came out that like anything that looked even remotely matrix like mm. i was going to go see because the Ma- the matrix of all movies just totally blew my mind and I, there was a lot of crap and i think that the like the the film companies really tried to make money off of like let's let's make our trailer kind of make it look like the matrix you mm. know maybe we'll just throw some bullet time in there and yeah you know, people will <laughs> yeah. show up one, if we throw one, one of the actors that was in the Matrix in this, people will think it's the Matrix 2. <laughs> one one thing I will never forgive is that the uh, trailer for Insurrection used footage from the battle at the opening of First Contact. Oh, no. To make Why? it look like there was going to be another big, fun space battle and not a stupid space battle. I oh, bet you, no. though, I bet you... Although th- it was certainly not the right thing to do, it was probably because the effect shots weren't done yet, and they're like, shit, mm, we need to include maybe, images yeah. from the battle, but we yeah. don't have any. God, such a bad movie. We need to remind people that there is still some Star Trek in here. Speaking um, of effects, though, the effects from this really stand up. Yeah, they hold, hold up. up. Yeah. I figured there was probably a, a lot of models. Yeah, yeah, the ships, the ships look pretty good, but then at the same time, it's got that weird... I don't know. It's it's got like that weird cheap looking sets for some reason. I feel like yeah. a lot of the spaceship sets look particularly like campy, like well, campy sci-fi. I almost feel like they kind of embrace the the propaganda aspect of it. Of, of yeah. this is how 
their world is. Their world is, as I think we've said before, it's like rah, 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 kill the bugs. So everything looks a little bit material. Everything looks kind of fake. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It looks like the types of sets I would expect to see on a 90s television sci-fi show, like B5 or something like that. It's a little better than that. But I mean, it is. But at the same time, like the the the, I don't know. It just I think they were going for a style, and I think it worked. But it, I can imagine going to see this movie when you have movies with scenic design, like you know, uh, the Matrix. You know, the things that look lived in and real. You know, or you know, Event Horizon even right. right? And then you cut to this, where the set design is is decidedly you know polished sci-fi gray you know but not not at all lived in or um well i think realistic i remember hearing once upon a time a fan theory about this that in universe this is a movie as well it's just like a propaganda film yeah that you like you would go and see at the theaters in not buenos aires because it's been blown up yeah, or just that, like, even if it's like, I I could imagine that because you know the 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 John Rico character. I mean he he looks like your action hero. Yeah, you know he's got like that chiseled physique and face, and Denise Richards, same deal. You know, there's something for everyone. Yeah, well, it's funny we were talking about the um, Caitlin brought up the. Uh, obviously not teenager actors oh, yeah. as high schoolers. And I was like, well, it's one of three things. Either one, Verhoeven didn't give a fuck. Or two, he was making fun of the fact that movies so frequently cast people that are obviously not high schoolers as high schoolers. Or three, it's the whole there's eugenics and everyone is just eating meat and training from day one. So they look 35 when they're 18 in this world. Or all three. I like all these options. Yeah. Or option four, in-universe, it's a movie. Hmm. That's that's also possible yeah yeah i mean like denise richards i could maybe buy i feel like she was probably in like her late 20s during this but i mean in the opening scene like the one that looked the closest to actually being a high schooler was doogie hauser yeah yeah the what i can't i can't remember his name but the the, patrick muldoon the rival yeah uh, yeah that's that's uh lieutenant xander Xander, barcolo played by patrick that guy straight up looks 40 yeah 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 Mm mm-hmm Actually, another thing I thought I had later in the film was like when they get their junior recruit reinforcements towards the end of the movie. Oh, oh yeah, they, they made all them look 12. Th- yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Is so that, that like so just much. makes them look even younger? The fact that our like supposedly twenty year old hero is thirty. <sighs> like I feel like that's such a such a passing scene. It is that you wouldn't even really notice it, but I I love it so much. That like yeah, all the other actors are played by you know adult people playing yep. younger and then they get like these straight up teenagers yeah to play the you know the news the new recruits and i'm like oh i love it oh yeah it's so good it really is because like you don't know if it's just you know they're you know either it's being done because they're trying to highlight the fact that our heroes are now like the the old grizzled warriors a whole year later <laughs> yeah yeah or, like, we're the ones in charge now us isn't that funny right <laughs> Or, you know, it's in universe that so many people have been offed by the bugs that, well, now we're scraping the bottom of the barrel and having to lower the recruitment ages. Yeah, they're enlisting actual 14-year-olds because they're out of grown men and women. Yep. 
Anyway, either, first, either one of those is wonderful for the movie. Yeah. And that first landing, 100,000 dead in a day. In right. an hour. Hour. Yeah, hour. Be more. Yeah, I think they showed a screen later that showed like the death toll in the 300,000s. <laughs> Well, that was casualties. Uh, that was death. That was death. Oh, yeah. That and, was, would have um, also included injuries. injuries. And missing. Yeah, and considering how, yeah, you know. I'm sure, probably, I'm sure missing is just dead. Oh, in yeah. This oh, universe. for certain. Yeah, you, you got it. Why was Rico dead, killed in action, but he's actually alive? That was just a fuck with the audience. I think, yeah. Well, I think they also, you know, they show him, like, they show the bug eating him, like, about to eat um, him. Nom, 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 nom. And I'm guessing off screen, what you don't see is somebody who it's kind of implied later is yeah. uh, uh, Ironsides. Yeah. yeah. Shot the bug at the last second and, you know, drags Rico to safety. Yeah. There were, a, and it's also, I think, that they wanted Carmen to think he was dead. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Because later on, when she learns she, he's alive, it's like, oh, fuck, I should have stopped fucking Xander then. Rats. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, like, as awful as all these people are, and, and you know, they are. they are awful, but is it is it really their fault because the world that they live in is just such horseshit? Yeah, they yeah, ingrained it's... these beliefs in them that this is what the world is. This is we're doing what's right. We're the heroes. We're the good guys. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like the world has said, like service guarantees citizenship. Only citizens can vote. If you're a citizen, it's it's more likely that you'll be able to have offspring because you have to go and get permission which, yep. you know, I'm for that one. That one sounds like a good world. Well, except you know that that's probably, in the context of this world, that is probably like a eugenics license. It's like, <laughs> it's not just I want to have babies. It's I, I want to have babies, but now I got to go and like find out whose sperm I'm going to have to use to make sure that it's an optimal offspring. Yeah. Man. But like, and how do other... you stop people from just getting pregnant? Maybe, maybe there's... You know, enforced mandated control? abortions if it's a if it's you know, or maybe they you know, like Gattaca world or something. Maybe there's just something inside your guts that doesn't let you work until there's the a, government an, switches it off. Yeah, there's an off switch on the on the vast deference. That's what it yeah. is. Or just you know, everyone has a. I was gonna say IED, which is funnier, but <laughs> everyone has an IED. Gross. It blows up your uterus rather than letting you get pregnant. <laughs> if the egg gets fertilized, it just explodes. So here's another exactly. question I had. So as we're going and we're, we fly down to Clendathu and they're shooting up the blue shit. And then I, I wrote mm. blue shit and then realized, oh, it's literally blue shit. That's fucking hilarious. Lethal and, shit. And they realize, oh, fuck, this is more lethal than we thought it would be. And it's got more range on it than we thought it would be. Is that them actually having not have known that it was this this lethal and, and bad? Or did their intelligence just not tell them because they needed them to go anyway? Kind of sounds like the latter. Yeah. I was guessing that too, and it's probably Doogie Hauser's fault. Well, yeah, yeah especially like given the scene that we see of him later after um, after the funeral, and he's like, yep, you're going to have to go out there and probably die. Like, he's clearly has no compassion or empathy. He's I just... still love him. I've got a type. I fucking love it. <laughs> I will say, the war episode of Futurama makes a lot more sense now. I don't remember what episode you're talking about. The one where where they ha where he, where they get the f sign up for the military to get free chewing gum. Yep, yep. Yeah. And then war what? were declared. Yeah. I do not remember this. Oh yeah, yeah. Henry, the head of Henry Kissinger and Nixon bring them off to uh, war against the the ball people. Yeah, it's basically a parody. Balls. It's a parody of this movie 
which yeah, is a satire. Which is, which is wonderful. That's good. Yeah. It's a good episode. I gotta um, rewatch Futurama. It is, however, a uh, less gender equal society thanks entirely to Zap Brannigan. Oh, right. is that the one where Leela has to pretend to be a man to get in yep. the army? Okay, yep. okay, okay. It's been a while. Because women aren't allowed in the army because they distract Zap. Ah, fucking Zap. Who sends wave after wave of his own men at the enemy. He's great. He is. But really, though, why are we sending ground troops when we have spaceships and nukes? No, they're deep underground. There's only so many you can bomb. Hmm. They gotta come up eventually. Or just entirely sterilize the planet. Well, but then you can't yeah, have the General planet. General Order 24. Yeah. Then you can't what? Why do they want the planet? It doesn't look, it doesn't even look like a useful planet. There might be minerals. It's dilithium. We all need yeah, dilithium. Yeah, it's always dilithium. <laughs> we don't know what their ships run on, Actually, but they do have maybe, warp drives. Maybe they run on that bug shit. Maybe. Ooh, there we go. Ooh. The bug well, shit also, is where they uh, milk fuel the, the shit out of them. Yeah. That's the dark, dirty secret. They want to catch some of the big ones to, Ugh. to drain their bottoms of starship fuel. Ugh. It's got to yeah. get slurm, too. We're just True. turning into a Futurama podcast now. That's fine. <laughs> Somebody was- <laughs> Wasn't that always the plan eventually? Yeah, yeah probably. In retirement, when we're all like 50, we'll be like, all right, Futurama time. Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek is over. I am already in my pajamas. I, you um, are in your pajamas. True. I love Chris that you mentioned earlier how uh, Doogie Hauser does a, you know, a Spock Porta thing, mm. and I and I actually wonder if when they were making this movie, if they were conscious, like actually conscious of that episode and trying to do that because it's like it's you know it's basically a duplicate of that scene except with the exact opposite result pain where pain. you know pain there it's like oh okay we have to have compassion for this creature and help it out and you know it'll be a symbiotic re- relationship yeah whereas this one he does it and he's like it's afraid it's afraid and everyone cheers Hooray! and it's like yes we've made them frightened Granted, yeah. they've been frightened this whole time so yeah it's not a very good trade-off I don't think the bugs even know they're at war. The bugs are just confused because they're like, why do you keep coming to our planet and fucking killing us? Yeah. Oh, the scene the scene with the little kids stomping the cockroaches. Oh, God. And then the so mother gross. is like, yeah! <laughs> oh, oh, but hideous. Oh, everything, everything, like those little... Those little details. Those little like propaganda having, like Just having a, like a, a narrator, basically, for the film normally that would totally take you out of a movie but in this in this one it just totally works yeah oh, the yeah, sensor no, they, bars even the sensor yeah. bars you're like yes oh, i want to know what's that under weird there weird speculum thing into the brain bug's mouth at the end it's like Ugh. oh when the when the other bug is eating the cow <laughs> yeah oh i missed that that was the first sensor bar ah uh, okay i missed the first sensor bar yeah they push the cow into the room with the arachnid and censored <laughs> classic oh dear <sighs> Went the way of the goat in Jurassic Park. Mm. Think, uh... Actually, there was a cow in Jurassic Park, too, come to think of it. Mm. Where did the cow go? Raptor cage. No, that's Well, I line. know goats go to hell and sheep go to heaven. I'm not sure where cows go. Purgatory. Um, oh, raptor case. cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... So hell? One for... I'm, I'm gonna write down hell. <laughs> <laughs> Another bit of the uh, less subtle commentary. Where they're talking, you know, it shouldn't be legal to use a school as a recruiting station. Um, and Chris, a, Chris goes, yeah, right? Or something, <laughs> something like that. Well, because, at the, I mean, I don't know about at the state level with schools, but I know at the uh, 
national level, universities can lose their federal funding if they don't allow ROTC to really? uh, oh, function wow. there. I didn't know that. Well, some high schools have J-ROTCs, too. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I remember, I mean, my high school had, yeah, I think they had J-ROTC, but I don't, it was never really pushed. But then again, uh, it was trade school, and I think a lot of kids ended up doing military anyway, but. Yeah, not, no, I, I, but I think also. Not officer the, training. I think states can theoretically withhold funding from high schools if they don't allow recruiters on campus or something like that. I don't know how anybody ever even found Junior ROTC. Like, maybe it was just because I was like, and I don't mean to be like an asshole, but is it because I was doing well in classes? Like, no one ever bothered to mention ROTC to me? Like, not that I would have done it, obviously, but like, I never fucking even heard of it until someone came to class, you know, in like a uniform or whatever. And it's like, I don't know, because like, I mean, I, before I switched to a better school, uh, I went to an exam school. So in theoretically, like a very much like, academics-focused high school, and they had a very robust uh, JROTC program. Huh, I don't know. I knew a guy who got sucked into it and, like, just was indoctrinated so fast. Hmm. Huh. It was startling. I don't know. I think it depends. Real. It's probably got more to do with the administration at the school, like mm. how they, like, if, if they're friendly towards towards it, they might do more to promote it. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it was one of those things where, like, I knew it existed at my school. I just wasn't exposed much to it either. I never, I never had any, any um, notice notice that it existed in my schools. But I also didn't do much in school. I did well, also like sports, if, and that was it. If if you're the kind of kid that would join ROTC, you'd, you're pro- you'd probably find it hmm. somehow. Well, I, for us, I know like Wednesday was ROTC dress up day. What the fuck? Wednesday was the day they were required to come in in uniform. Oh, that kind of dress up. I thought it would be like, I'm a princess today. <laughs> no, no, that would be great. Damn it. <laughs> I always, I always joke about That'd be a great the, day. Because, of course, obviously I was friends with the theater kids and we used to joke about having our own dress up day hmm. to uh, sort of counter it. But was um, it every, every week they had to do Yeah, this? every Wednesday they would have to come in in uniform. Who is the know. they in this? The students who are? The, J- yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the ROTC students. Okay. And uh, I don't know if they had drills or something that day or what, but yeah, you see, suddenly have a bunch of people in fatigues and shit walking around the the, uh, hallway. It was weird. Yeah. So in Starship Troopers, it just seems like everyone's motives to join up, to do, to do literally anything that they do is to get laid. Like, Dizzy is a fucking stalker. Yeah. Like, she, she follows Johnny to war so she can bang him. Yeah. Well, it works. Yeah, and of course, Johnny followed Denise Richards to war. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Though not to get banged, because apparently they already did that. Ginger didn't follow anyone, but he did clearly fall in love with Johnny. Ginger. He's like toothy buddy. B- the Busey child. Oh, oh, oh yeah, Jake Busey. Oh, Jake Busey was hilarious in this movie. Yeah. Him uh, he's, creeping around. He's one of those around. actors who's like... Who's not, doesn't have a lot of notable credits, but when he shows up in something, you're just like, oh, there he is. There's my guy. Creeping around with a violin. Love it. (laughs) He was a wild character. Uh, What what I loved was, you know, the first time you see it, you see him with a violin and you're like, oh God, what's he going to be, a fiddler? But no, he's playing like some fucking classical piece. It's this weird, weird world we live in that kind of embraces, yes, we're better than everyone, but also we're going to send you off to die. Like, he does later play Dixieland, but, 
you know, they don't like start point with the... out. What? I would like to point out mm-hmm. that, you know, obviously there's comparisons to be made with Star Trek. Later in the film, when uh, they're on the planet and they open up the big chest of recreational activities, one of the things in there is a green plastic violin. <laughs> I knew you were going to get a future space Yay. violin. I'd like to point out that actually kind of makes sense because, you know, wood is a perishable material. It can burn. It can be easily damaged. So if you wanted to make a strong violin, you might make it out of acrylic plastic versus a fucking symbol, which yeah. would always be made out of okay. brass. Yeah. Yep. Also, based on how it sounded in that scene, that was specifically an electric violin. Yeah. Space violin. Anywho. Anywho. Speaking of nemesis, everyone recognized our good friend uh, Dizzy Flores, right? No. No. She was that Romulan chick that wanted to help, that ended up helping the Federation, but barely did anything in the movie. Holy shit. Nice. Mm. Good for her. And we'll see uh, the drill sergeant slash later private in uh, Enterprise. Mm-hmm. In Shawshank Redemption. Yep. Yeah. I absolutely adore that he went and took a demotion yeah. so he could fight. Yep. That is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And that he, you know, he is the one that captured the brain bug too, which, which is, you know, great for him. Yeah. It that's, made that's me the... happy for him. And I was like, but I shouldn't be because you're at war. Yeah. It's just, that's the whole thing too. You can tell how fucked up the society is, is like, they have this whole propaganda that the bugs are just a mindless horde, except obviously they aren't like there has to be, even if individuals aren't intelligent, there has to be an intelligence because they are obviously working tactically in some regards. Yeah. And they're, well, they're throwing rocks through space that can hit a target, you know, light years away. You know what I wouldn't uh, doubt if they did that themselves just to spark war? The, yeah, the, we were talking about that. I don't even think they could have thrown a, a, the thing. I think there was probably just normal space junk happening. Like, I feel like the whole no, idea of the bugs a... launching rocks at them is bullshit. Yeah, I could see that, but then... unless They're so it's far also... away, like, how would you do it? Unless it's total bullshit, unless it's total bullshit, because they also say that there was a second rock that they shot out of the sky later. Mm. Yeah. But I could actually see that, or, like, you, see, yeah, if it's just, like, it's just a random asteroid landing. Yeah, and we now we have someone to blame it on, which is what we want to do anyway. Yeah, like, I mean, it just happened definitely... to come from the Arachnid quarantine zone, but they didn't necessarily... Yeah, send it. Well, it's like you said, it's clear across the galaxy. Like, how would you even do that? Yeah, or, you can't or, even or, do that easily within a solar system. Or Doogie Hauser, you know, and <gasps> yes, company, beat it. they set Could it up. Be. Buenos Aires was an inside job. Oh, I'm glad you said it because I was about to make a 9-11 reference of some kind. So I'm glad you could do it and not me. I, li- is, I like this theory, though. It 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 is really kind of like sad how shit we have always been as a country though because this feels so much like a post 9-11 commentary and it's 1997 oh yeah that's true so what's really interesting and i have not read it but as we mentioned earlier this is based on a novel yeah which Uh, was also 
very much not a satire. Right, which is the really? thing, right? Like it was at, the novel it's based on from what I've heard of it was very much you know, exactly what it looks like on the tin up up, up pro imperialist America rah 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 yeah, war story. Yeah, no, Heinlein was very much war stories in space, like un unquestioning war stories, un non-satirical just like I want to do war stories, but for some reason, I'm putting them in space, because why not? What's the book yeah. it's based on? Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Oh, okay. I have and a great I, quote. I have a great quote from uh, Paul Verhoeven, because uh, hey, the writer of the of the screenplay, Edward Neumeyer, who also did RoboCop, was you know, working on the screenplay for this, and Verhoeven tries to read the novel, and, he, and the quote is, I stopped after two chapters because it was so boring. It is really quite a bad book. I asked Ed Neumeyer to tell me the story because I just couldn't read the thing. It's a very right-wing book. Yeah. You know, Heinlein is one of those rare sort of like very right-wing science fiction authors. Because there's always been like an inherently slightly kind of, you know, even in the early days, there was always a bit of a leftist bent. Uh, Heinlein was a big exception. Yeah, well, that's an interesting... An interesting thing. It's like, how how like how do you reconcile science fiction and right wing? Like I've I've heard like there's right wing Star Trek fans. Yeah, I still don't understand it, and I just don't get. It's like, like like, the only way I figure you can be a right wing Star Trek fan is if you only watch TOS TOS. and kind of miss the point of the left wing episodes. Yeah. And you only watch DS9 and miss the commentary. And say the only way you could be a right wing Star Trek fan is if you're a Herbert. <laughs> or you've watched the Mirror Universe episodes, only the Mirror Universe episodes, and go, this seems fine. Yeah, I, I'm right. for this universe. But yeah, so like it's interesting. I remember, you know, reading at one point about how when this movie was coming out and being announced, people were really confused because they knew who Verhoeven was and, you know, his politics and his history in the industry. And we're like, well, well why, would, why would Verhoeven choose to direct this movie that's ah. based on this really weird right-wing propaganda Do, do you novel? want another quote? I got another good quote. Do it. Hell yeah, so, we want a quote. So uh, Michael Ironside was being interviewed, I want to say by Letterman, but I didn't write that by whom. And Ironside says, okay, so I asked Verhoeven once, why are you doing a right-wing fascist movie? And Verhoeven's response, according to Ironside, was, if I tell the world that a right-wing fascist way of doing thing doesn't work, no one will listen to me. So I'm going to make a perfect fascist world. Everything is beautiful. Everything is shiny. Everything has big guns and fancy ships but it's only good for killing fucking bugs. Damn. Yeah. And even then, they don't work that well at first. <laughs> they get yeah. killed a lot. They do. You do notice at the end, uh, the guns work better. Yeah. They're a lot stronger. They get more. And efficient. the starship's designs have changed very slightly. Hmm. I thought it was interesting how they're just using, you know, basically, you know, future versions of present day yeah assault rifles mm-hmm. and like they have to shoot like 50 rounds into the damn thing oh yeah into one of them and it yeah. just goes to show just how incredibly ineffective this this infantry is against this enemy 
Yeah, I mean, there are times where the, like, combat choreography is, is like, comical because they just have to stand there for ages pumping bullets into a single arachnid. Yeah. And it's like, it's not dynamic or cool or fun, which I get is the point, you know, and that's brilliant. That they're just like, there's this one point where there's like four of them all just kind of shuffling slowly sideways, all trying to kill this one enemy. And you're like, you guys are fucked. Yep. Well, it's like they're taking, you know, the, 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 the kinds of strategies that you would use on a, you know, another human enemy and trying yeah. to apply it to this situation is just totally not applicable. And that was a thing. That's that was even as you're watching the training sequence, they're doing laser tag against each other. Mm-hmm. The dummies during the live fire exercises are humans. And I'm even then sitting there going, but this isn't what you're going to be sent to kill. Yeah. Like, is this going to matter? Yeah. We, and, see, uh, no. we see Carl at one point, whom I love, as I've mentioned, doing a little demonstration saying if you shoot their yeah. legs off. They're still fine. They will still kill the fuck out yeah, of you. Still 80% effect. Yeah. Yeah. Go for the brainstem or whatever, which yeah, is a lot of Yeah, which doesn't even tell you where it is. Like, how do you find the brainstem on a bug? Where well, the eyeball like, is. I can remember watching, I don't know, some documentary about, I think it was soldiers in World War II, and, like, how the military had, I didn't even remember exactly, I don't remember anything about what it was. I just remember the sentiment. But it was basically the military gave them this thing is like, okay, this is the right way to use this. You know, you got to set this up, this up, and this up. And people, it was just so complicated to do that none of the soldiers ended up doing it and they just ended up using it the wrong way. And like some, you know, military engineer was like, why did, why did people keep using this the wrong way? And they actually went to the, you know, to the, to a camp or the front lines and, and saw, I was like, oh, it's because we designed this thing so poorly. We didn't design it for humans to use. And it's sort of the same thing with Doogie Howser. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. In a fucking combat situation where there's absolute pandemonium and you're being attacked by thousands of bugs and, you know, people are screaming and run around, it's dark. Yeah, you're going to stand there and line up your shot (laughs) to hit the brainstem. Yeah, it's like, like, based on where he fires, it's like somewhere towards the middle mm -hmm. where it's really easy for the bug to put down its, like, big-ass carapace head and block. Yeah. Like... Like Ames, you remember that scene? You look kind of confused. No, oh, in, uh, from first in contact? first contact. Okay, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where Picard goes all Tommy Gun on the board, kid. Got it, got it, got it. It's like it's better this way, and Lily's like, okay, asshole. That's right. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking the 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 series, not the movies. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, no. First contact. God damn them. God damn them for having movies. But he meant it. You know, he took it later. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because really? he just. He just lost his legs. He could have been, yeah. We saw that other guy survive, lose his legs. Yeah. Oh, man, that scene in the recruitment center where it's like, yeah, I'm going to be military intelligence. I'm going to be a pilot. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be infantry. He's like, ah, an infantry man, just like me. And maybe the man I am today. And he shakes him with the with the robot hand. And then yep. he pulls back and he's got no legs. It's like, ooh. Oh, boy. Here we go. So what did you guys think of Carmen? Because I have some notes on her. I mean, Denise Richards is very pretty. She is a better actor in this than she is in the only other movie I've seen her in. What was that? Was this a Bond uh, movie or something, wasn't it? Yeah, to, uh, The World Is Not Enough, which unfortunately is otherwise a really good Bond movie, Didn't but she she's played, in like it. a brilliant scientist in that movie? She's a nuclear physicist oh, no. yeah. who runs around in a Lara physicist. Croft outfit. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry, what names? 
No, she does not have the nuclear physicist look. No, but and it's again, a Bond her, movie. They never do. Or she They're doesn't. Like she doesn't bear. have the nuclear physicist acting technique. Technique. Like as yeah, there were definitely some stiff moments in this, but compared <laughs> compared to the world is not <laughs> enough. You, she was uh, she was excellent by because I went in with really low expectations for her based on that movie, mm. which actually might have also been ninety seven. No, that was ninety nine. So it's two years before that, and uh, somewhere along the way, she lost ability. I, just I, well, thought, I also just think it's been it, a bad it, director. Could have been that, but I also just think in this movie. I don't think that she had to be a great actress. True. I don't think any of them had to be good actors. Yeah, I'm not certain because I don't remember. I don't. I don't. I forget what else Casper Van Dien has been in, but I never considered him only known for this. The great actor, but he's so this character, and it's it works because it's kind of cartoonish. Yeah, Yeah. I don't think, and I think even the people in this movie who might actually be decent actors, Ironsides, you know, NPH, who you know they're good actors. I don't, you know, or Clancy Brown. They were just playing such cartoonish figures that they, they didn't, they weren't, you know, yeah. this wasn't great acting. It wasn't a, a great show of acting other than, oh, we can play cartoon characters. Yeah, but like, I feel like that's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Hi- so I don't think that, hyped. like, yeah. Yeah. So I don't, so I think that the people in the cast that were maybe less talented, Casper Van Dien and Denise Richards, didn't have to 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 raise their performance all that much yeah. to meet where the others kind of met them. Yeah, and they're yeah. very pretty. No, but yeah. I bring oh, I her up. Denise Richards did a good job. Yeah, I bring her up specifically because when they were doing testing with test audiences of this movie, the the audiences fucking hated her because <laughs> and and I guess they did a lot of scene cutting because you know in earlier drafts I guess she just like left Johnny for Xander and it it got in this weird love triangle thing which I think was more explicit originally and now it's just kind of like no this is just a thing that happened so I don't know like how much changed but the uh, test audiences just thought she was a cunt I mean wow. I don't think you're meant to like her so much anyway you know because you know she's she there's the scene when she her her breakup scene where she presents it as oh you know it's because I'm gonna go career and I want to focus on this and it's going to be too hard to maintain a relationship and then it turns out that no she's just she's just having a relationship with the other dude but she wasn't originally like I think she's the only one who joins up not to get laid she joins up because she wants to be a pilot and go see Jupiter mm, or Saturn true. I guess what whatever one she went and saw I think it was Jupiter but I see I think is I think like I hated I forgot his name again Xander Xander I hated Xander because he oh, just seems like, you know, he's he's Mr. Steelier Girl. Yeah, and he seems <laughs> they all seem so privileged. They're such a privileged society as well. Like we yeah. see how that Johnny Rico got caught up, cut off by his parents when he had like the swishiest of lives. Yeah. He was supposed to go to Harvard. He was supposed to go vacation on this like like vacation moon. I forget the name of it, but it was like Which some apparently beach, got fucked in the war. Which got destroyed. And his comment was, oh, I was supposed to go there. Yeah. Never got a chance. Yeah, that was a fun blink and you'll miss it line. Yeah. Like oh, that actor, actor too. What actor? The one that... Winston? What was his name? Hang on, I got the list up. Oh, but, but, but Watkins? Way. Was it Watkins? Watkins. Watkins. Black guy? Watkins. Yeah. He's, um... See, I recognize him because he was in, uh... He was in The Wire. Oh, wow. Uh, 
Yeah, he played like a you know like a a kind of dirty cop in the wire. Ooh. And uh, isn't that every cop in the wire? Yeah. Well, he's he's a dirty cop cop with a heart of gold. It turns out. Ah. Um, <laughs> and uh, I always I because I've seen this movie many times and I always forget that he's in it. And so when he when he shows, I'm like, oh, there's Carve. Oh man! So apparently, I thought to look up Casper Van Dien. Now <laughs> he didn't come back for Starship Troopers two. But did come back for Starship Troopers three and one of the animated movies. Yeah, I which, saw that too. Because we were looking through the uh, on Amazon or where, wherever we were looking to see the list of different movies that he'd been in. You know, I, I noticed that there were multiple other Starship Troopers movies, like ten of them, mm. and three. Not only does he come back, but it also has Jolene Blaylock in it. I was about hey. to say she's in three. Who's that? She T'Pol. is the Vulcan first officer in Enterprise. Oh, to Paul, we're mm-hmm. gonna see some titties. I was gonna say, yeah. Damn. Wait, did Verhoeven do any of the other Starship Troopers films? I know no, I two was directed so. by Phil Tippett. Are they also satire, or does it go the way of RoboCop and God, I've never trash? seen them. I've it's funny because Jake and I just rewatched, um, or just watched uh, for the I watched for the first time RoboCop two. Mm-hmm. I think it's very in keeping with RoboCop. Oh, yeah, it's it's definitely yeah. RoboCop two, I think, is still in the same ballpark as as the original RoboCop. It's definitely not as good, but it's it's got some great moments. Well, of course, it's not as good. One of the drafts of the script was by Frank Miller. Oh, yeah. Oh, like they ultimately mostly discarded his work, but still, the fact that he was there at all, you just know you're in trouble. What is Frank Miller directed? Why 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 do I know him? Frank Miller, he's mostly a comic book writer. He's sort of, his main claim to fame is that he put the final nail in the coffin of campy Batman with The Dark Knight Returns in the late 80s. But he has gone increasingly insane ever since. I like that book. I've, I've read that one. That one's good. But ever since then, his work has gotten more and more disjointed right wing and fucked up. Oh. And, uh, like, the virgin whore dichotomy is everywhere in his stuff. Yeah, no, it's... Ugh. Oh, did he... Is he Sin City? Yes. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah, like, he he did a few good things early in his career, but just... Yeah, he very quickly lost... Ran out of ideas. Got it. But yeah, he did a pass. Uh, No, Verhoeven hasn't done any, hasn't directed any of the sequel movies for any of these franchises. Hmm. Yeah, and without having seen them, I'm willing to bet that they missed the point. I I think I've seen Starship Troopers 2 just because it was on TV once. I just happen to not remember much about it, except that there was more war. It was also a TV movie, so I'm sure the special effects were a bit jank. But not in that special Verhoeven way. Yeah, no. There's not a there's not a claymation robot falling down a set of stairs <laughs> or shooting someone for two. No, but it, it was directed by the guy who did that robot. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The guy who did special effects on this and Robocop was the director of Starship Troopers 2. Ah, well, at least well, he's connected to the franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> from the so, production team that brought you yeah. Starship Troopers. <laughs> from the stop motion animator who brought you <laughs> giant robot falling down the stairs. Did anyone have a favorite bug? I think Caitlin did. I had a favorite bug. What was your yeah. favorite bug? What was my favorite bug? You said the giant one was borderline cute. The brain bug? Yeah. No, totally. no, the the sort or of the big oh, penis oh, thing. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. 
I was like, what are you talking about? It had a vagina for a mouth. It had two vaginas <laughs> no, no, the for a mouth. One. Yeah, yeah, no, the big one bordered on cute, that's true. With the big green eyes. Yeah. It? Yeah. It, could shit it was alright. Blue fire. The one that they <laughs> Shoved, cut into, and threw a grenade threw in. A grenade. And I was like, well, then later uh, someone just chuck it into its open mouth. Yeah, and it crawled. I, that was even cute. The way it caught it, it was like, yeah, I, I got it. Then it was like, oh, my treat. head's gone. <laughs> it felt like a doggo until it was not, and then it was <laughs> very sad. <laughs> oh, so here's a question. Wait, you just asked a question. Yeah, yeah. Nobody question. else has said if don't, they have favorite don't pugs. Don't move on to the next question yet. Oh my yeah, fa- sorry. My favorite pugs are the flying ones because they're pretty and green. And they, they can decapitate motherfuckers. They do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. I said that. It's like, oh, man, you know, we're getting later in the game because they're introducing new uh, new variants. Yeah. Your boss level has updated. Yep. Who's your favorite bug, Jake? Jake hates I all bugs. I don't know. I like them all. <laughs> no, I, I'm not a I'm not a fan of bugs in general. So I, none, of I, them, none of them looked cute to me. I kind of liked the um, the science class ones. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Those are dead. No, no, but they show up later, and apparently their main job is to carry around the brain bug because yeah. it doesn't have its own legs. Oh, is that what they did? I missed that. Yeah, if you look That's close, it, it's not walking on its own. It's got a lot of those little bugs kind of like, son of a bitch, you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> so, <sighs> is the idea with the brain bug that it's only smart because it drinks brains? Like, it, absor- I- it, it takes human brains and become smart? I'm going to say I, yes. I was a little unclear if it was that or if that somehow they're able to understand our physiology by consuming it. It was a little... How much more do they need to understand our physiology when they can kill us 5,000 different yeah, ways? Yeah, we are so squishy. Yeah. We they are like... shit explosives at our ships. We're, they're going to be fine, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, I don't even feel like they were that actively shitting at the ships, I think they were just shitting. Yeah. I think that's just how they shit. Honestly, I, I don't really feel like they're in it until they're on, like, until literally the infantry is on top of them, and then they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, well, see, I don't you know. see that swarm I just don't. of the arachnids at one point just kind of fucking about, and then all of a sudden a bombing raid comes in. Mm. Like, they're just chilling. Two of them oh, kind of snipe at each other a little. It's hard to tell if it was playful or, like, they were actually oh, mad yeah. at each other, because... They don't have faces. <laughs> well, I guess they don't that have does... you recognize the face. So clearly carpet bombing is the way to, to get rid of them. But I think I think the objective was to catch the brain bug yeah. from the start. Oh yeah, no, I I Dookie basically admitted that. Like there was no because there really is no reason to send the infantry down when you could just carpet bomb them. Yeah, no, he straight up admits they need the entry to go there to kind of, like, determine if there was a brain bug there. Yeah. And now yeah. they're pretty sure there is, so... Because how else do you justify wearing that trench coat wherever you go? It's true. Because it's he, hot. I was say, he... It, it, oh, God. Because they probably actually filmed in a Southern California desert. I can't imagine how bad he was schwitzing in that thing. I want to say Wyoming. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. The special thanks at the end did say something about Wyoming. Wyoming was nice and cool. I didn't know Wyoming had deserts. Yeah, maybe it was a quarry. A sand quarry? Well, a rock well, quarry with the sand. rocks cleared away is pretty sandy. Maybe it's where they keep uh, sand for uh, salt in the streets when it snows. Cool. No, really. I mean, we have giant piles of sand here for when it snows. True. Uh, did we get back? Did we circle back around to whatever your, your next question was, Chris? 
Oh, I had a next question, but as we sat here, I realized uh, there's actually an answer in the film and I'm wrong. Oh no, what was it? What was the question? Uh, I was going to say, do you think anyone actually knows how to read in this world? Because like, like, yeah, there's some text on the news reel Would you like to know such. more? <laughs> yeah. Desire to know more intensifies. But I actually kind of wonder, like, does anyone know more than some of the basic words? Because like, all communication is video and audio. They discuss the fact that, like, you know, the social scientist ruined the old world. And they so send notes cr- to each other via little drawings. Yep, yep. Like, there's very little text. Like, at one point they hand over their orders, which presumably were written. We know Johnny had to sign his resignation. So, I mean, there is writing, but it does feel like, you know, there's not a lot of reading in this society. If you society. don't know how to sign your name, you can write mm-hmm. an X. Maybe. Yeah, because for entertainment, I also imagine they just all go watch the Parisi Squares game. Well, and you know, they uh, tune into the executions. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was weird. A murderer was caught and tried oh. today, tune in at six for the execution. Oof. Let's all yeah. watch Rico get whipped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was awful. And the, I don't know, I get the, the sense, though, that the like intellectual pursuits are not really respected in this world. Well, they, the, we, we see Ace doing all of his violining. Well, yeah. But, like, the fact that you have to, like, military service and being a badass is valued more in this society than, than being smart. Carmen says yeah. something that's interesting when they're talking about, you know, what, what's, what's how, how bad the bugs are and how cool we are. And Carmen says, yeah, but we've created, like, art and literature and rah-rah-rah and all these things that are beautiful. And I think it's it's um, Teacher Ironside saying, yeah, but the bugs will kill the fuck out of you. Rawr. Yeah. Well, they don't need yeah, beauty. That's, that's the thing. Like, the, how much do they value it? Like, why is Busey at war instead of in an orchestra somewhere? Well. You know, and like, the only classes we see are history, which is really just propaganda class. Biology, where you rip apart bugs. And math, which is valued because it's how you get into the pilot corps. On the other hand, it isn't that valued because if you score 35, you can still go to Harvard. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because his family's rich. Oh, right. right. My bad. Yeah, you're right. That's- Take that, Harvard. Yeah, if they can well, blow yeah. me. They do mention, though, that one, you know, in the shower scene when they're talking about, you know, why they joined up, one of the, one of the guys says it was because he wants, he can't afford Harvard. Yeah. And this is one way for him to to go there. And to his credit, you know, yeah, not not the best actor. Casper Van Dien looks a little guilty in that moment. Yeah. Oh, why? He, like, he yeah, does I, kind of I make a face that. like, oh. <laughs> well, and that's also just real life, right? I mean, it's like, think about all these kids who wind up going away to the military because they don't have the money for college or don't have the brains for college. Yeah, but I mean, they, but here's Ray's character to just be there to have rejected that life. And here's some kid who's like yeah, yeah. putting his life on the line for the life he had. And he's just like, uh. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I wasn't discounting what you said. I was like. Yeah, you know, just, that, you're right, though. That is true. I mean, a lot of people do go to the military because they say we'll pay for, for college for you. Yeah. And let me tell you, they do. Eventually. But oh boy, our government might fund the military, but not the offices that make sure that military payments get through to colleges. Oh no. They are woefully understaffed and it is a disaster. Damn. And they keep changing regulations so that no one really knows what they're supposed to do. Cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah. That sounds extremely cool. I, I am very grateful to not be the VA guy in my office. 
I'm glad that you have a VA guy. So am I. That whole training sequence, though, is... With the capture really... the flag game and everything? Well, just... I mean, I mean the whole... That whole bit, that whole act of the movie. Mm. Because we really see how much Rico is in this for the wrong reason. Yeah. You know? And really doesn't belong there. Now, what, do you, what, what is his reason? It's just indoctrinated in him or what? No, no I mean, he's, he's there because he thinks it's going to save his relationship oh, with... Oh, that part, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's there because he's afraid that Xander's going to steal his girl. And, uh, which he does. I think which he does. I would say it's probably 95% that... And maybe 5% like... Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to be more than just a rich boy. I don't know why you'd want to be more than just a rich boy if you're a it rich boy. Nice. But it looks it like seems a nice great. life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think he definitely has bought into it. But the fact that he basically kind of makes the decision to do the military on the spot at oh, the yeah, prom... It is, it is 95% <laughs> Denise Richards. Yeah. He sees Xander in costume at the prom, da- dancing with his girl, and he's like, ooh. You know what? I do want to be a citizen. I will join the thing. Fuck that vacation my dad's going to pay for. And I would have gotten killed on. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like it's a good thing he didn't go since it was destroyed. Well, it's a good thing he didn't stay because he would have been, you know, crushed by a meteor, too. Yeah. That's true. But really, yeah, when, it worked out for him. When would he have been killed? Would he have left Buenos Aires by the time the asteroid came, or would he have been on whatever beach when it got evaporated? Mm. Did his parents still go? Without him, maybe? That was not made clear. So. I don't think but it was I a bet family they, vacation. I bet they I, died in Buenos Aires. I think it was, I think they just... It was like a graduation mm, present. Yeah, they go, were just going to send him by himself. I go don't on think it was, extended uh, spring break. Yeah. Yeah, the parents definitely get crushed. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was really weird, because, like, I didn't recognize the old man, but he sounds just like Martin Sheen, so that was strange. Yeah, he did kind of, didn't Like, I was looking at it, I was like, you're not Martin Sheen, but you sound exactly like him. <laughs> this is so, like, fucking with my head. Speaking of people that I recognize in this movie, another Verhoeven guy was uh, the, the guy that played Quato's host body oh uh, was oh. the was the general who was hiding in the in the closet oh shit oh, i did not guy. make that connection huh. oh he was good he was my favorite <laughs> yeah that gen- that character was great i mean he's only on screen for like you know probably a total of like two minutes probably but uh he's just so he's great like he's just gone crazy from <laughs> From witnessing all the horrors. Lieutenant, he's just a little out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. It really is. Oh, and all it right. gets flattened by one of the green ones. They were yep. great too. Yeah, and that that whole that that whole sequence when they were at that base and Oh yeah. Oh just, that was the one that got taken out by the flying one that like just left his feet behind, basically, right? <laughs> that Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, the they shoot down the flying one and then it crashes into yeah, it just him. Lands yeah, yeah, right yeah. on him. <laughs> Yeah, I assume there's, like, I've never seen it, but I'm willing to bet there's, like, there's got to be nods to Zulu in there somewhere. Zulu? It's a 50s, 60s movie about, I think, a true, very, very doomed British imperial fort in the middle of Africa somewhere, which just basically wound up surrounded by the local native military and it was just a, an absolute bloodbath. And, you know, 
rightly so, the British shouldn't have been there. Considering the age of the movie, I'm not sure what tone it takes. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> but yeah, no, they were rather famously surrounded on, like, all sides and horribly outnumbered and, I mean, you know, I'm sure they didn't have drop ships, so there was no getting out. Yeah, I'm sure it's a, you know, stiff upper lip. We'll, yeah. We'll go down like gentlemen. Yeah, that sort of propaganda nonsense. I've... If I have to die today, I want to die with a belly full of tea and crumpets. Oh, me too. Oi, governor. <laughs> no, no, these are the governor. So ah. a lot of, you know, fancy officer types with their white pith helmets and red jackets. A fine day to die, eh, Walt? Yes, yes. <sighs> yeah, man. I don't know. This movie's great. Yeah, it's it's really a lot good. of fun. I was shocked by how often I found myself laughing out loud at how just fucking ridiculous it was. Like, because yeah. it's a pretty gross movie, but man, well, there were some times where I was just like, Jesus Christ. That's like his signature, right? Is like comedy violence. Yeah, I yeah. feel like RoboCop and Total Recall, the comedy part of the violence is more like absolute, like there's more puppet heads and shit than... And more, like, just weird body or, shit happening yeah. in this movie. This well, is like said, the, tearing you up. The or prosthetics sh- have gotten a lot better. Or yeah. Schwarzenegger being like, I'm actually over here! <laughs> well, like, the- th- I mean, I think there's another, there's also, like, some interesting commentary. You know how I was mentioning at the start how, like, you know, your, your parents covered your eyes for the tits, but not <laughs> for the, the gruesome, you know, torn apart bodies. And it's the same thing in the, in the movie itself. In world, in the propaganda reel, you know, they're putting a sensor bar over a cow that gets killed or the speculum going in, but they're showing the the maimed, fucked up, you know, Mormon bodies from the, you know, so it's like, it's the same thing where it's like, this society is being deliberately desensitized to violence of, of all kinds, except for when it's showing the humans doing something bad to, you know, doing something they shouldn't be doing, like, yeah, you know jamming a thing into a vagina uh, yeah well that camera operator that camera operator that gets all that footage yeah has no what word am i looking for i wrote it down sense of sense, self-preservation sense of self-preservation yeah no. that's exactly what i wrote down because it's like oh i have to get the shot let's get closer let's get closer now i'm torn in half yeah you know what a uh something i thought of too <laughs> Is during so during the live fire exercise, right? So oh, that oh, that's where I thought I had I had thought that Trebusi was gonna buy it. I thought something was gonna go wrong during the live fire exercise. Yeah, I'm actually glad he makes it to the end. He's yeah, me great. too. He's fine. Because you you expect that he's gonna be the sidekick that that gets killed oh, off. Oh, absolutely. Some point. Yeah, no. Like when 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 he makes it and Diz doesn't, you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> that was unexpected. Yeah. Well played, movie. She gets um, a memorial, and none of the other dead get a memorial. Well, she was one of the only ones they actually brought back the corpse of. <laughs> well, she was right. still alive when they brought her back, to be fair. That Not for long, big, big elaborate burial in space for her, but everybody else is just rotting on the planet. Well, plus she's the only one that, like, did the squad leader or whatever the hell he was. Yeah, at that's, the end that's there. the only reason why. Mm. Yeah, but the, the live fire exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the whole idea there is that Rico... You know, the, or the the guy that gets shot has his his helmet keeps falling down into his face. So Rico's yeah. going to try to fix it, and then for whatever reason, when the dummies shoot you, you get electrocuted. Yep. So the so the 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 poor girl that gets shocked falls down and then shoots like forty rounds into the guy's head. Yep. 
And I'm, and all I'm thinking is, would it have mattered if he had the helmet on? Uh, yeah, that that's point? what I thought too. Like, it's like, oh, why did you remove his helmet? It's like, bro, he took a bunch of fire to the face. <laughs> Although, was somebody helmet. when Dizzy was firing at a thing, someone ran right in front of her, and she yells yeah. like, "Don't run in front of me! I have fucking live well, ammo." That's the guy who gets killed. Yeah, he's an idiot. He's, well, right, because he turns and he's like, "Oh yeah, because I'm a big dumb fuck," and then gets his face shot off. <laughs> well, no, he said that. That was he was like, it, it, "No, it's, yeah, he literally said like." That's a little later. At yeah, first, yeah. that this is what leads off the whole thing. She almost gets shot. It's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I can't see. My fucking helmet's in my eye." It's right before he dies, he says he's a big, dumb idiot. Oh, well, still, he still said it. He did, yes, but not right then. Okay, fair the, enough. Uh, and then, you know, he, as he's lying there with his head blown open, Rico's like, medic! Yes, yes, that was that's... very, very RoboCop when they were calling for a paramedic. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just, it's what, you know, he'd seen his staff sergeant do every time someone got hurt. <laughs> every time the staff sergeant... Injured somebody, yeah. which is he's shown doing multiple times. Is that it's, the same guy whose hand he broke? It yeah. is, right? Um, he's the guy yeah, who's I like, "Yeah, I can take you, guy," and he's oh, like, "Yeah, was right." The glute guy, oh, yeah, yeah who got oh. his who got his arm like broken at a right angle. Oh, that was so bad. It was bad. But he also he stabbed Jake Busey in the hand. Yep. Oh yep. God. He he stomped on, on uh, uh, what's your face's neck. neck. Yep. But yeah. she gave him a run for his money, unlike she uh, did. Yeah. yeah, Goofus. True, Goofus. Which is why he just choked her out instead of breaking her arm. Yeah, right. he was going easy on her. He, he, God, he when, had respect for her. when freaking Carmen gets a a bug pincher all oh. the way through her body, and then the very next scene she's operating a gun. I got very angry because that should not be any way humanly possible. Yeah, she was just like, "Oh, I'm fine now." <laughs> I bang, bang, thing. I was like, how is she just walking around? Chris is like, well, she just got stabbed through the arm. I was like, okay, fine. But I yeah, but still... she's also using a two handed gun. Yeah, no, that doesn't make sense. But walking, it does. Yeah. Right. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Also, God, what about I, I actually before I saw this movie, I saw ages ago a short video about how this society has the world's most inefficient and horrible escape pod system. <laughs> hmm. They were like, there is no way there are enough escape pods for everyone anyway. And most yeah. of them blew up in the dock. Yeah, because they're on this idiot rail system. Yeah. The regular Titanic situation. Ugh. Oh, the poor captain gets oh, split in two by, by a door. Oh, God, that was... So I Chris told me that there was a dog... And I didn't see the dog. Oh, the dog. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I thankfully missed. Yes, me too. Because I mean, I really it was a w- bad puppet of a dog. Yeah, it wasn't a real dog. It still would have a... been upsetting. No, but oh, I, yeah, I, of course it wasn't a real dog. The gore dog, was pretty but... well. They're like, I went, oh, and Kate went, what? I want to see. He's like, no, you don't. It was no, a yeah, dog. Oh, yeah, you don't want this. I was like, no, you're right. I don't. But I think aside from that, the the which would have definitely made me very upset, the, uh, the, the captain getting dissected, bisected. Cut in half, whatever, was the worst part for me. I was just like, yeah. Mm. You were half waiting for uh, Denise Richards to try to pull her out. Oh, yeah. I was like, don't do it. Don't pull her out. It's not going to be good. Jesus Christ. Well, because we'd already got Ironsides like being pulled out. And I halfway expected him to just have like not even stumps, but just like. Dangling bit of spine and some. Yeah, intestines flapping out. Fucking intestine. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I was just waiting. I was waiting for it. And thankfully, I didn't get it. But. I was like, mm. a little surprising for a Verhoeven movie. They didn't do it. The, uh, oh, one more, uh, one more uh, notable actor sighting was oh, yeah? uh, Dean Norris. Oh yeah, the, uh, he's fun as the the leader of the training camp. 
who uh, he was vaguely familiar. Who was who's that? He's he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's probably most the notable for being. Oh, yeah, he's in Under the Dome. <laughs> uh, but no, he's most notable for being in Breaking Bad. So oh, okay, no, Breaking Bad. Uh, who is he in Under the Dome? He's the. I think he's like the mayor slash leader kind of shady dude. I've read uh, part of the book, which is why uh, I'm asking. I'm the show has to see nothing. I, can... I don't know anything about the book, but the show is honestly the show might be the worst television show no. ever made. D- Jake and I keep having this debate of what the yeah, worst. She thinks worst it's Terra Nova. It's Terra Nova. I think it's Under the <laughs> Doom. Oh yeah, which uh, one was Revolution Terranova? is there like I want to fight no, you for it. No, they want to, but but they have some decent acting in Revolution. However, okay, so Terra Nova, we've we've brought up many a time because Jake and I both hate it with a passion. I remember, I just can't remember what it's about. They dinosaur they go times. back in time to dinosaur times. Well, they find a portal, like so it's the future, and the air on Earth is so bad that no one you can't go outside without wearing a mask. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway, you can't go outside without wearing a mask. So, uh, and also there's population control, and one family has another, a second child, uh, which is a big no-no. So the dad, for whatever reason, gets punished. His punishment is to go through the portal back to dinosaur time or something. And he brings his whole family, and he goes. Yeah, they reasons. bring the fam there, and it's just it's, it's real bad. And then it becomes incredibly convoluted. Have I mentioned before that this just sounds like the land of the lost? You might. Yeah, have. except except that they're living in like a little. They're living in like a a society. Like there's a there's a like a a colony of humans that live in dinosaur times. Oh, and they and when someone's like, wait a minute, couldn't being here like fuck up the future? And the explanation Indeed. for that is, well, no. When we first found the portal, we threw a probe through it. And then looked for the probe in the present, and because we didn't find the probe, it's like pulling a data's head in time zero. Yeah, we. So they think we, this is not actually their own past, but like a yeah. different place. I mean, it's implied that maybe it's an alternate universe or another planet. Oh well, and, who cares about fucking up the future in a in an alternate universe? I mean, but it but it only lasted one season, and they never really resolved that. Uh, but, Dean uh, Norris was also in Total Recall. That's right. He oh, was yeah. Tony, who was like yeah. a, one of like, he was like the, the henchmen. Bar- yeah, he was like the bartender type of guy. Yeah. Well, he no, he was the guy that had like the vagina face. Yeah. I'm the sorry. Vagina face guy. Vagina face. He worked. He was. He was in the bar. He was one of the leaders of the the Martian. Oh yeah, yeah. Re- so this rebellion. is somebody else. Never mind. And he oh. had like a, a vagina. Yeah, face. I'm looking at it right now. He did have a vagina it. face. Let me see his vagina face. Do, 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 do. <laughs> vagina face. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, I guess vagina that's... Vagina face. Nice. <laughs> Bunch of fucking weirdos. Anyway. <laughs> nice try. You're not Sam the Eagle. No. Ames maybe gets no, to no, be no, Sam no. the Eagle. I didn't... Was not... Uh, Excluding myself, I'm absolutely <laughs> one of the biggest weirdos here. I'm probably mm. what's his name? Scooter? Is there a scooter? S- there's a scooter, or is he Skeeter? Scooter. Skeeter's the sister Skeeter's that only the exists in the yeah, animated Muppets. Muppet Babies. Yeah, Scooter's sort of. He's the stage manager slash general he's the sta- organized one. General organizer, sort of producer. Well, it, it, I thought Kermit technically is the producer because he often goes to Kermit to ask him. 
about? We're talking Wait, about so the right, Muppets. The dude. Muppets. Yes, right. It depends upon what thing you're in. It depends on what's needed. And like, yeah, the original Muppet show, Kermit's sort of the host, MC, producer, but Scooter's the uh, stage manager. Yeah. In later things, he has more sort of a producer slash stage manager role. Anyway, anyway, it's neither here nor there. Cut that. No, I never we're really got into the Muppets, so huh? Shame. I was I was never into the Muppets. Like it just wasn't part of my upbringing. So I me know. either. But Chris, well, Chris definitely is a Muppet. Was brought up with yeah that too. But uh, they're on Disney Plus. So if you have Disney Plus and you want to catch up on it, you can. Thinking of getting Disney Plus because I haven't seen the latest couple of Pixar movies, and I'm always a big fan of Pixar. Yeah, it's good. They also, I mean, they've got all the Simpsons, mm. and they've got... Uh... Caitlin's finally seen almost all the absolutely necessary episodes. Oh, oh yeah, we just saw Mr. Sparkle. We did, and our next ah. one is Homer's Enemy. Oh, old Yep. Which might be the last truly necessary one. Like, we'll watch more than that, but, like, I feel like that's the last one you absolutely have to oh, see. Oh, Chris, I've told you, we're watching it all. No, watch I Watch it all. We're watching all of it. We can watch the animated series. Well, True. yeah, but at least that had the decency to only be like 23 episodes total instead of <laughs> 31, 31 <seasons>. years. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, what are we watching next week? Hey, good segue. Oh, golly. Well, next week, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming and uh, talking about some more Deep Space Nine. Woo! We'll be watching You Are Cordially Invited and Resurrection, not to be confused with Insurrection. Or erection. Or erection. I was just going, God damn it. Good job, Ames. <laughs> she beat me to my own dick joke. <laughs> if you like what you heard and you'd like to hear more, that's tough titty. We're all out of Verhoeven films. Well, I mean, I guess we're not, but this is probably. These well, are like the, the, the I don't see trilogy. us doing basic instinct. These are the three most necessary Verhoeven films. God, yes. So much sex. And so if you're looking for a Verhoeven films podcast, this this ain't it. But you can check out. We have also talked about Total Recall and Robocop previously. And you can find those episodes and all of our Star Trek episodes and some of our other all, well, all of our other 10 forwards on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook by searching for a star to steer her by. We're SSHB Podcast on Twitter and Tumblr, or you can visit our website, SSHBpodcast.com. Yeah. So I have been Caitlin. I have been Jake. This has been Chris. And this is always Ames. Would you like to know more? Ooh. <laughs> nice. Yes. But also no. What? I want to know more. I don't. I don't. It's too much. I do feel bad for that brain bug. Oh. Mm. I mean, a little bit. It was pretty fuggo, but like, it's sad. Yeah, he's just going to be abused. Oh, yeah, so much. By Doogie Howser. By Neil Patrick Harris. That's probably okay. Well, if I have to be abused, I too would prefer that it was by NPH, yeah.